0: Hello everyone, welcome to Discovering Humanity and Health, a podcast dedicated to educating students about the applications of cultural competence, as well as the prevalence of disparities in healthcare. I'm your host, Shaini B. Hi Audrey, welcome to the Discovering Humanity and Health uh, podcast. I'm really excited that you're here. Just to start off, could you introduce yourself for us?
1: Of course, so my name is Audrey Brothers and I am a certified Reiki master as well as a content creator and I am also working towards getting my certification as a holistic health coach, which I should be uh, completed with in about August, so I'm really excited and looking forward to that. That's amazing.
0: So just to give us a background information, what exactly is Reiki? Reiki?
1: Yeah, so it's a great question. And so, um, so Reiki is a form of alternative medicine that utilizes the life force energy that flows through all living things. So when I do Reiki on a, a client, what I do as the practitioner is I channel energy from a higher source. So you can call it source, the universe, God, spirit, whatever feels comfortable. But what I'm essentially doing is channeling this higher power of energy through me as a conduit and I use it to help create balance in my client's energy uh, field. Um, It's a very subtle yet effective and powerful form of energy healing that works to bring balance to not only your physical body but your emotional, mental, and spiritual states of being. Um, It's it's really profound but again very subtle and it's um, It's just very, it's a very calming experience.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine. And how long have you been practicing Reiki? Uh,
1: About a year and a half now. So it's actually kind of a long story. My journey to finding Reiki has been pretty wild. Um, I've always had this innate yearning to help people since a very young age. But for a very long time, I was uh, confused about what I wanted to do with my life exactly, but I knew I had this almost destiny that I needed to help people. And um, for the last ten years or so, I've been bouncing from career to career, just trying to find the right fit. And when the pandemic hit, I kind of went through this whole full-blown spiritual awakening where I, you know, had lots of time to self-reflect because we we're all, you know, sitting at home for almost two years. And I ended up quitting my corporate job um, and pursuing Reiki full time because it just somehow my path crossed with Reiki and it just felt so natural. And it just seemed like the right decision at the time. And so far, so good.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. And I know you mentioned that Reiki was a form of holistic healing. And I'm just curious because I don't know much about it. Um, Do you know like any other forms of holistic healing? And it's totally fine if you don't.
1: Yeah. So other forms of holistic healing would be, um, you could like crystal healing or acupuncture, um, like herbal medicine and things along like that. But holistic healing really focuses on treating the whole person rather than just symptoms. Um, Western medicine tends to do that. Not that I have any problems with Western medicine. I think it's brought us so far in this world. Um, but Western medicine really treats a lot of the symptoms, which, is very beneficial, but I feel like holistic medicine focuses more on treating the person's mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional well-being by kind of focusing on what's going on energetically as well as what's going on in their lifestyle. So it's taking a whole new approach to viewing the person as a whole rather than just kind of diagnosing and treating for symptoms.
0: That's amazing. And some of the methods that you mentioned are really familiar to me because I know acupuncture has been very popular lately. So that's really cool to hear. Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, yeah. Acupuncture is, it's fascinating. I actually have not tried that myself, but I know people who go in for acupuncture treatments all the time and they say it's wonderful.
0: Yeah. So when I was, um, the first way I found you was actually through Instagram, and I was just thr- strolling through your feed, and um, I noticed that you mentioned your chakra healing journal, and I was really curious about that. So, could you elaborate on it?
1: Yeah, of course. So, when with Reiki. Again, it's a form of very subtle yet powerful energy work. And in your body, you have about 114 chakras, but you have seven major ones that run from the base of your spine all the way up to the crown of your head. And they each do different things. Um, Each chakra is attached to um, organs in your body, as well as physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental states of being. Um, So you have your root chakra at the base of your spine, and then your sacral, which is right below your navel, you have your solar plexus, which is in your um, middle abdomen, your heart, which is in your chest, your throat, in your throat, you have your third eye chakra in between your brows, and then the crown chakra is at the top of your head. And each of these chakras represent a different form of um, being, essentially. And what I do when I do Reiki is I feel for imbalances in those energy centers. So sometimes when I, you know, when I do Reiki, I hover my hands over a person's body and I'm looking for distortions in their energy field. So sometimes it can feel too hot. Other times it can feel too cold. Other times it can feel really dense. And so when I'm working on a client. I'm looking for those distortions and distortions can happen for multiple reasons, whether it's, you know, trauma from childhood or something just going on in your life right now that can cause an energetic imbalance. And for example, you know, if you have an imbalance in your solar plexus chakra that can manifest into feelings of Um, a lack of willpower or low self-esteem or the opposite it can be an imbalance that creates you to be um, a little too conceited or too egotistical Um, yeah too big of an ego and so when I'm doing Reiki I focus a lot on those seven chakras to create balance there and so I figured creating a journal that mimics kind of what I do with Reiki can be very beneficial. So I decided to make a journal that has very specific journal prompts per each of the seven chakras along with different self-care activities each week that are specific to each of those seven chakras. So one week you work on healing your root through, um, specific journal prompts that activate that chakra, as well as doing specific yoga positions, meditations, and um, other practices that help promote balance in that chakra. And then it kind of goes up from there. But yeah, it took me um, several months to make that. It took a lot of time and effort, but I'm really proud of the product and I I use it myself.
0: That's amazing. And I was actually going to ask you if there was any connection between yoga and Reiki, because you mentioned the seven chakras. And I know that's brought up a lot in yoga as well.
1: Yeah. So I I don't know too much about, you know, the history of yoga. I do practice it myself and I'm learning about it, but um, there are several connections in terms of, you know, when you're working with your chakras and yoga. So for example, when you're trying to open or balance your root chakra, that is at the base of your spine. So doing yoga positions that activate your lower parts of your body, like your hips and your legs and your glutes, those are connected to the root chakra. And then the same for your um, sacral chakra, which is um, right below your navel hip poses, and again, lower body poses are going to activate and open that one. And then just several different poses work with the different chakras. So your solar plexus is related to core positions, um, so on and so forth. But yeah, there's definitely a connection, especially because yoga is all about breath work and keeping your energy in balance. So it all is correlated. (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's cool to know and I also wanted to ask specifically how would you heal your sacral chakra because I know you talk about that quite a bit over your Instagram
1: yeah so that's a that's a great question because I think a lot of people in this uh world have issues with their sacral chakra so the sacral chakra is again right below the navel and it's the seat of our emotions. It's kind of where we have all our feelings and it's the center of our joy, our pleasure, our sexuality, and all of our emotions. So when imbalances are present in the sacral chakra, which can stem from not dealing with your emotions in healthy ways, it can manifest into feelings of depression, anxiety, shame, guilt, um, or you know, insecurity, and lots of things along that nature. And so when it comes to healing your sacral chakra, my most recommended method would be to journal, which, again, is what prompted me to make a chakra healing journal. But journaling, movement, connecting with water um, and engaging in creative activities, I would think, are best for healing your sacral chakra because your sacral is your connection also to your inner child. So in other words, it's where we are creative in our life, it's where we get those feelings of creativity, spontaneity, and feelings of just joy and pleasure. And when our sacral chakra is blocked, we don't feel that joy or that, you know, we don't feel creative, we don't feel spontaneous, and it doesn't allow us to live in our full potential. Um, and so the best way to to heal a sacral chakra is really through journaling about your emotions and answering a lot of journal prompts that activate anything that's blocking that sacral chakra from being open. And I also think um, meditation and yoga are also excellent methods to help unblock that chakra.
0: That's really great to know, and those are all the questions that I have to for you. Um, it was really great to get to know Reiki more, and it's really exciting to learn more about the Chakra Journal as well.
1: Yeah, no, I hope I answered all of your questions. I think it's a really you know fascinating topic, and I think it's more prevalent today. And I'm I'm happy to be here and connecting with you.
0: Awesome, thank you. And is there any other way that our audience can connect to you? Like, if you have a website, other socials.
1: Yeah, um, my website right now is audreybrothers.com, but I also, I'm on TikTok. Awesome. Um, my handle is Audrey Anna B. Which mm-hmm. that's it, and, and Instagram, but yeah. Awesome, thank you so much. Thank you, it was a pleasure connecting with you. And that concludes this episode of Discovering
0: Humanity and Health. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to check out other episodes at www.humanityandhealth.org.